Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope everyone had a great day today. You know, uh, we have a lot to talk about. Going to get through it quickly here, but it's some important stuff here. Uh, in this morning's uh, letter uh, to our uh, to our members, uh, my title was "Sentiment, Seasonality, and Fundamentals: The Mother of All Buying Tsunamis." So I went a little strong with the title. Uh, admittedly, it's been a brutal bear market. I think I needed a bit of a release. Maybe is what I, <laughs> what I was feeling. Uh, but the, we, uh, we think, I think it's backed up. It's backed up again by sentiment, seasonality, and the fundamentals. Cover that today. Also going to cover, uh, you know, somebody uh, put out a rumor today uh, that Apple was going to uh, cut back production of their uh, of their 14s. And uh, all of a sudden, NASDAQ went from up 100 to, to minus 20. Semis uh, collapsed. And all of a sudden, we're going, okay, here we go again. And Apple was down, went from up 3% to, uh, to negative. And all of a sudden... I guess that rumor was disbanded because here we go. Apple turned back up when it, when it finishing a percent and a half higher and the market turned on a dime as well. So this is the, the last, what really happened in the last two days has been powerful. But folks, it was fueled by what happened last Thursday. If you've been joining us here, you know, we've been talking about it here. I think, it was, I think Thursday was a really key technical day. We had, we had the CPI data that came out Thursday morning. Remember, it was hot. Market got hit immediately. Uh, Dow had been Dow futures up about three hundred going into that. Boom! Here come here came the hot CPI. All of a sudden, now the Dow's down five hundred points, right? And uh, what happened? We had a fifteen hundred point swing higher in the Dow. It looked like capitulation to us. But what also made that that uh, last Thursday significant was that in addition to the fifteen hundred point reversal higher in the Dow Jones. We had a very, a very rare uh, a, a, a technical pattern for the S&P 500 called a bullish engulfing candle pattern. Now, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert in bullish engulfing candle patterns, but I will tell you that those that, that follow these kinds of patterns closely pointed out it was very rare that these typically happen at significant reversal points. In this case, a significant bottom, whether or not it's the final bottom or just a uh, a bottom for a bear market rally. We have to wait and see. But so far, it's really held up. And um, you know, following that, Friday's action was not pretty. But then here came yesterday, right? Boom! Big move higher, three point four percent move higher in Nasdaq. Elsewhere, up two percent plus. Uh, but also yesterday, well, it looked to me like we had uh, something that really confirmed last Thursday's capitulation. NYSE up volume yesterday was ninety two percent. That's a bullish thrust. And again, after last Thursday's capitulation, we take that very bullishly, which kind of explains my subject line today. And uh, again, I've had a follow-through action today. Let's start there. Dow Jones today finishing up 337 points off the highs of the day, but still a really good day. Everything was up kind of right at 1%. So we'll, we'll do simple math, right? Everything was up right at 1% today. SP of 100, Dow Jones, was 2000, and NASDAQ. Uh, also, semiconductors uh, right at 1%. Um, so again, <clears throat> following last Thursday's big move higher, and then yesterday's ramp higher, uh, good day today. Good, good follow-through action day. This could have been a day where all those gains were given back, and it just didn't happen. And one of the things that really pointed, uh, that, that kind of shows us that there is real strength in this market is that the internals continue to be rock solid. Today, uh, two to one across the board for advanced decline uh, in NASDAQ and, and, and uh, NYSE. And uh, again, 82% up volume day 
for NYSE versus the 92 yesterday. Still a very strong day. And NASDAQ, which put in an 85% of volume day yesterday, came in today with a 73%. So again, these are really solid. These are confirming numbers. These are confirming numbers. It's really what you want to see. Um, the 10-year continues to back off a little bit right now to a 3.99% yield, right just below 4%. Uh, and so far, the market has not collapsed at a 4% yield on the 10-year. And I think that what that tells us is uh, the markets, look, they're exhausted. They're exhausted of going down. You know, it's just been too much. We extreme fear built into this market uh, in our, on our system, extreme oversold readings. So, it, it, again, at minimum, we're looking for a significant move higher into the midterms and probably into year end. We've got some new data today I'll share with you that I think backs that up. Check this out. This is thanks to uh, J.P. Morgan. You've heard of the Consumer Sentiment Index. You know, it's, uh, it, it tracks consumer confidence and has, uh, I think it was first launched in 1971. So what I'm going to tell you goes back to 1971. We've had eight instances where sentiment bottomed, consumer sentiment bottomed, and it looks like we've had that now. Uh, and all of these eight instances, the market then moves sharply higher over the next year with an average gain, an average gain in the SP 500 of 24.9% over the next 12 months. And again, it looks, it looks very, very likely that we may have seen the lows in consumer confidence because, again, came from an extremely oversold level. And that just backs up the other data we've seen. Again, the best year to be an investor, the best six months, the best year to be an investor are the six months and 12 months following midterm elections. We're just right at, we're right at three, days, three weeks away uh, from today, right? Uh, so you know, the markets love gridlock in D.C., and it looks like we're going to have that. Uh, the latest polling is pretty brutal for Democrats. Thank God, right? Uh, pretty, pretty brutal, <laughs> showing that they are losing to the, uh, the the groups that matter most. They're losing to Hispanics big time, losing to blacks. They've lost, a, again, they're still up percentage-wise, but they've lost a big part of these core groups that they used to be able to just say it's a slam dunk, you know, they're going to vote Democrat. That's changing. And then also with, with uh, independence, and this is based on a New York Times poll, by the way, not exactly a right-leaning publication. Uh, New York Times poll shows that uh, independents are at a 10% advantage now uh, to uh, for Republicans. So uh, the latest shows that it should be a landslide in the House and that Republicans could even take and are favored now to take the Senate as well. Again, New York Times poll uh, has this out. So either way, we're looking at gridlock in D.C., the markets love gridlock. The markets love the year after the midterms. And folks, we're so oversold. You know, it's just, it, you go back through history, and when you find the first nine months that's been as bad as this first nine months has been, folks, you're looking at some really strong data that points and analytics that points to a massive move higher over the next 12 months. I think that's what we're going to see. I will tell you, this is how we're positioned here. We are positioned for a sharp move higher from here into the midterms, into year end, and folks, yeah, and yeah, into next year, into 2023 as well. Um, take a look at our sentiment index, excuse me, at our uh, sector watch today. We had uh, all 11, like yesterday, back-to-back, how rare is this, right? Back-to-back days of of uh, of, uh, of uh, all 11 SP 100 sectors finishing high on the day. I don't remember seeing that happen 
at any point in the recent history. Industrials led the way up 2.3%, materials up 1.9%, utilities up 1.8%. Again, all 11 sectors higher across the board today. Um, okay, let's take a look at our commodity watch today. Uh, you know, good day yesterday for commodities, gave some back today. Uh, gold today down $7 an ounce, about a half percent, four tenths of a percent at sixteen fifty six an ounce. Love gold, love silver here because guess what's going to happen next year? Rate cuts. Guess what's going to happen? Gold and silver are going to commodities as the dollar reverses as well. These groups are going to rock and roll higher. That's our call. Love mining stocks here. Love copper, love gold, love silver, physical, of course, but especially the mining stocks. Also a big fan of uranium here as well. Gold again, down $7 an ounce. Silver, down uh, five cents an ounce, just down a bit. 1866 an ounce. Copper today, down five cents a pound at 362 a pound. And finally, and this is pretty interesting, crude oil gave back a couple dollars a barrel today, back down to 82.45. But guess what didn't go down today? Energy stocks. XLE, the energy ETF, up over 1% today. That's an interesting non-confirmation. That's an interesting uh, move higher because that typically tells you the future direction of what's going to happen in this group, just like it works for uh, mining stocks with uh, uh, precious metals and miners. Same thing in energy stocks. And by the way, today, we did see that. But GDX, the miner ETF today, was up uh, not almost 1% today. Again, even as crude oil was down and even as silver was down, again, this is a, it's a buy signal, folks. That's, 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 that's traditionally a buy signal. Uh, finally, on the day, Bitcoin hanging right in there, just pretty much unchanged today, 19,250. Folks, hope you had a great day, an even better night. Always appreciate you listening. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.